Welcome to Conversations with Z and Vindesh, a weekly discussion that explores common life challenges and offers practical solutions. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. That's D-H-A-R-M-A media.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations here with Z. Z, you come up with some interesting topics or discussion items. Today's I find particularly fascinating. It's this term that I've never heard before. It's called the sense mind army. And apparently back in the day, if you go to the Hindu scriptures, the Vedas, you hear about the techniques that people used to battle their opponents. There was this divine asra, which was a celestial weapon that people had called the sense mind army. And the idea was that you could take this thing, unleash it on the battlefield, and it would confuse the hell out of your opponents because it would just send their senses haywire. So it would create illusions of people dancing. There would be music going. There would be smells. There would be tastes. And if you think about this, you're in the heat of the moment. You're trying to win a battle. You need to focus so that no one kills you, takes out your horse, your chariot. Uh, You need a very heightened state of awareness. The beauty of the Sense Mind Army was that it pulled your attention in a hundred different directions. So you lost that focus. You lost that ability to be present, to really understand viscerally what was going on. And instead, you're chasing these phantoms, which seem real, but are really ethereal. And in that confusion, in that chaos, the other army gains the upper hand, and they can win, and they can take out people who've turned from highly trained fighters uh, to lunatics who are chasing everything that they can touch, taste, hear, smell, feel, whether it's real, whether it's not real. And the reason I find this so interesting is so much of this happens today. And in fact, I was experiencing some of this. I have been experiencing this. I've been working from home, and in this work-from-home module or whatever you want to call it, uh, posture, I'm sitting by myself a lot of the time. There's no one that I'm interacting with. I've got three separate devices going on at the same time. So I've got my computer. I've got my personal phone. I've got my work phone. I'm getting alerts from each one. My attention is flitting back and forth. So I'm making sure that my wife isn't texting me about something, I'm trying to deal with pictures that I'm getting about the kids and what they're dealing with throughout the day. I'm taking a look at work emails, want to make sure that I haven't missed anything. I've got alerts going on telling me that there's certain meetings that I have to attend. And I can do some of this for a while. But if I sit in this environment, Z, for too long and I feel my attention scatter and I feel the anxiety build and it's like forces which are pulling me in different directions, it really messes me up. I mean, physically, I start to feel off. I actually start to feel depressed after a while. So not only am I feeling anxious, I'm feeling depressed. I have to get up. I have to walk around. The interesting thing for me is that oftentimes I'll step outside. So I'll go out, go for a walk. Literally within 15, 30 seconds of being outside, everything changes. It's like my mind clears, the anxiety lifts, that fog of depression goes away. Those mental impulses that are pulling me in all these different directions start to subside. I've suddenly got clarity. I can suddenly appreciate what's going on around me. I don't feel the need to do anything. I'm, I'm present. I'm just going with whatever the flow is. And it's such an incredible change. But What it says to me is that in our basic environment, this environment where we're sitting down in the same space all day, we're disconnected from nature, we've got all of these alerts and all of this technology that we're dealing with, this is like the sense mind army. This is killing us. It's destroying our ability to figure out what's important, to find the things that are going to provide some value, are going to energize us, nourish us, feed our intellect, whatever it is. If we succumb to this sense-mind army, then our whole system, in a sense, breaks down. And we're not functioning normally anymore. And we literally lose our minds. Uh, You see it today with people who are so caught up in technology, they don't even know what's going on. Uh, They're texting. They're not listening to what you're saying. I've seen people doing this and walking into traffic. 
It's incredible. It actually happens in the physical world, too. In the streets of New York, I see people walking around sometimes reading books. They've got a book in front of their face, and they're holding this thing open. And I'm thinking, what the hell are you doing? Have you seen the trucks that are rolling by, the buses? Have you seen the dog shit on the ground in front of you? I mean, how can you survive if you're not present in this reality in this moment? But this is what we've done. We've succumbed to whatever feels pleasurable. And even if it's not pleasurable, feels enticing. Whatever pulls at our senses at a given moment is where our attention goes. And maybe that's the convenient thing to do. But it destroys our peace of mind. It creates this undercurrent of anxiety. It prevents us from focusing and achieving anything. And I would argue it it really messes up our life experience. I've got to feel that this is not the way we are naturally supposed to operate. And I know you have some thoughts on that, Z, and we can get into that in a little bit. Talk to us from your standpoint about the Sense Mind Army and some of the things that I brought up. How are you seeing all of the technology, the distractions, the habits that we've bought into? What impact is that having on people's health? Vin, you know, as our mission here is to do what we can to mitigate human suffering here with Dharma Media at our institute, the Dharma Health Institute. And observing over the years the cycle of suffering. And over time, you know, you start to see a, a, a momentum of suffering that is brought about by the same culprits. I think about when you talk about the the sense mind army, as it is described in the Vedas, um, imagine all your basic senses being on on high alert, and someone can hijack that, or they're being hijacked for nefarious reasons, and you're just being swayed by it, and you no longer have any grounding, any reset point, any a home location in the sense. There's no polarity to it anymore. And you're just caught up in it. And they would describe in these ancient texts, you would see huge battalions of well-trained soldiers dancing in circles or fighting themselves or digging holes in the ground or chasing unseen fairies and um, blindly walking over cliffs and into battle or drowning themselves, imagining they were not in the water. You know, So this is the sense mind army. You read that. And when I remember reading that years ago and saying, wow, that, that's, that sounds like a chaotic scene. That just sounds like something so uh, bizarre and LSD related or something like that. And then you would see it with the homeless, uh, the, the, the raving insanity we have now, people just swatting in the air and uh, ranting in the streets. Then you see that, then you start to see it in just your average person walking in mad and they're listening to uh, rage porn over the internet or rage porn on the television. What do I mean by that? Bad news 24-7. Right before we got on, I mentioned how at one point when they were first starting the advanced programming of people with television and so on, even the television took a break. Even TV took a break. You could watch till midnight or something, and this thing would come on called a test pattern. It says, thank you for today's programming, uh, and now we're going to end our programming for the day, and it would be a test pattern on, and you would then have to wait till 6 the next morning and start being programmed again, right? They don't do that. Now it's endless. It's endless. And the Sense Mind Army has now assaulted us in a way that the more we can sit still, what I mean, we can sit in place, connected, so to say, we're actually disconnected. Medical science is showing that one of the ways to get immediate relief of neurological pressure is to take a walk. We have smart devices now that show that if you don't do at least 10,000 steps a day, you're going to be unhealthy. What is 10,000 steps a day? It equals to about an hour and a half of walking. About an hour and a half. 
not just exercise, but just an hour and a half. Isn't that interesting? So that program, that algorithm is known based on your your average human being on earth needs minimally 10,000 steps a day to be healthy because it's not just physically healthy, but the mental reset and also to get your senses calibrated. Your sense of sight, smell, touch, touch, right? So when you're walking, there are different smells. There are different temperatures with the breeze, textures. There are different textures of the ground that you're walking on. There's displacement of your, your ability to balance. There's all sorts of things going on that are reset when you take a walk. We don't do that. We don't value that. Or it's such an oddball thing. I've been trying to take a walk every day. I've been trying my best. And I find that the Sense Mind Army can draw you in because you always have something to do. There's an alert you need to respond to that ends up consuming probably 100 steps, 200 steps with every alert you get. Instead of 100 steps, you're, you're responding back and forth to an alert of some kind, a phone call, a, a message. A, this morning I was sitting at home preparing to start my day, and they had this thing called a, <clears throat> an amber alert came on. And I'm sitting there, and this screeching, howling noise comes on. I think, my God, what, what the hell is that? And I just thought the house was on fire, but it's all the devices because we have a number of devices in our home, all of them fired up. And the screech is going through the house. I said, my God, what the hell is this? So I go and check and they're looking for uh, uh, somebody in a Suburban or something like that. And I say, thank God I'm not driving a Suburban today. And then I do a little research. Well, what the hell's Amber Alert? <clears throat> so I found out his name for some poor child named Amber. And, um, but you know what? The Amber Alert comes on two hours after it's, after the emergencies come in. Is, is something wrong with that? Two hours? So after the kid is kidnapped or the crazed parent or, or boyfriend or girlfriend has done something, they go through a two hour protocol to sound an alert to millions of people. So often, long after the person is captured and the thing is over, you get this alert. Well, for what? That's like the fire alarm goes off after everyone's burned up. Um, a lot of this stuff, the insanity. And then it gets back into rage porn. Um, everybody, the, the whole thing with the news is to get you mad. It's not to tell a story, it's to get you mad. So it assaults your senses in that way. What you hear is vile. What you feel is toxic. And you're in this endless loop of that and then we wonder why there's so much anxiety. Uh, they have the latest research on the epidemic of obesity and saying that obesity shrinks your brain. So now you're obese, you're hungry, you can't even think anymore and your senses are being assaulted. What can we do? We have to opt out. We have to opt out. Those people who think different, who want to be better. I mean, this is definitely the time of Lot. We, we got to get on an arc our, in our own spiritual life and pull away from some of this. The Sense Mind Army is giving us anxiety. What are you anxious about? In a world where most You'll be hard-pressed to meet a person that isn't not only well-fed, but overfed and a roof over their head. They've shut down Venice Beach here in California, for any of those people familiar with California, and they've just deployed an army of law enforcement patrolling Venice Beach. So on one side, you have an army of, of, of armed occupants, soldier types. And the rest are the roving insane. That's what it's come to. The sense miners. So the only reason you go there is to witness and be a bit actor in an apocalyptic movie. That's where we're at now. But you know what? Nobody's hungry. Nobody is truly without shelter. So it is like what they said in the Vedas. It's like a freak show.
in the battlefield, swatting at non-existent fairies and demons, chasing nothing until you're so exhausted. That's what anxiety is. You hop from one thing to another, one urgent thing to another, and while that's happening, your body is falling apart. This pandemic has wreaked havoc. The Kofifi time has wreaked havoc on everyone. And it's been an opportunity for all of us to learn. We've been hunkered down for now two years almost. Two years, like a bad experiment. Now it's time to get out and walk and breathe, connect with nature. Even if you live in a filthy cesspool like New York, you can walk on the fringes of that cesspool and get a whiff of fresh air. Keep your eyes open. Your device is not a priority. Feel the earth under your feet, the sky above your head, the wind on your face, the stalker on your back. And just tune yourself into being here. Keep in mind, too, that idea that there's a sense mind on things you're drawn to. How do you know it's a sense mind on? Things that are drawn to that have there's no relevance to your survival. It has no relevance to your survival. That's a lot of stuff. The latest gadget, the latest sale the latest uh, political skullduggery, the latest social trend, the latest influencer stunt, uh, whatever it is. I mean, you can think of, I, you know, I could sit here and go on and on. I mean, think about the things that draw your attention that have no relevance on your life and definitely no, no way that it supports the betterment of your life. It takes you away from things that are important, right? It takes you away from cultivating yourself. Most of us would serve ourselves well to spend more time, if not around like-minded people that nurture you, by yourself. Be alone, just, just, just nurture yourself. So that when you do enter the arena of human commerce, you have something to offer. Avoid the this kind of influencer thing. We were just talking to Jante, and he was explaining us to us the arc of the influencing thing and this this kind of era that we're in, and and I likened it to mining gold. So with all this information out there, all this influencer, all these different uh, celebrities and non-celebrities and pseudo-experts at things. It's, you're going to have to, we're going to have to go back to the formula of mining gold. So for every ounce of gold, it requires sifting through uh, a thousand tons of dirt. Think about that. So whenever you are dancing with the Sense Mind Army. You have to get through a thousand tons of dirt to get to just an ounce of gold. Most of the news that you get is not news. Most of the information that you find is poorly sourced. Most of the food that is available is not nourishing. Your friends on the internet are not your friends. That's not a friend. A like on your social media doesn't mean you're liked. Don't be fooled by the sense mind army. If you find it very satisfying that there's a friend request, but there's no phone call, there's no connection, be careful. It's an assault on your senses. In our business, we're in a dilemma because we're trying to develop our media company. And it's in a side current from whatever else is going on. I love the technology that we can interact with like-minded people around the world. Yet, the downside is there's a lot of people that are out of their mind in this, in this universe.
the Sense Mind Army has dominated most of it. You go to a news feed and there's no news. You have to sift through maybe 20, 30 nonsensical stories to find out that there's a solar eclipse if you're interested in celestial events. I'm interested in that. Caitlin came and told me, hey, you know, I, I said, I'm, I'm feeling weird. She said, oh, that's because there's a solar eclipse coming and something she told me. I said, yeah, yeah, I, th I think I'm feeling the cosmos. But you know what? Normally I was up on stuff. That used to be headline news. You know, when I, I grew up, it used to be headline news, the solar eclipse. Big deal. We'd go out and get our funny glasses and make little things. And people would act weird or they would tie up the crazy people and then say aside, let you know, hey, the solar eclipse coming. Everybody's going to be acting weird. Headline news. Two, three days. I think it was on, I had to scroll the internet to like the third, fourth click page. And so, yeah, by the way, solar eclipse and aliens have landed. I think they was, they announced that there was a UFO. Oh, yeah. That's all. But that was behind something else, uh, somebody's new butt implant. Right? It was like, my God. You tell me there's a solar eclipse, somebody's moved the sun, and there's a spaceship. I'm interested in that. But I had to, I, I, I just shut off the internets because it was talking about who looks great in a bikini. You know, there's, I, yeah, I, I get the bikini shots on my other thing, the, the, the Instagrammy. I get that all the time. I have a whole page of butt shots. That's not news, though. That's Purian entertainment. Separate that. The Sense Mind Army is very good. It's been around a long time for thousands of years. So for those of us who are really working on ourselves, opting out, wanting to be healthy, all of us benefit from that awareness. I myself, under the fatigue of the a day's work and, and the normal duties of family, it's easy to drop your guard. Discipline is your guard. Fulfill your duty daily. Fulfill your disciplines daily. And you can see the difference in your health. When I'm fulfilling my duties and I'm on my discipline, I am healthy, I'm sharp. When I'm not, I'm tired. Caitlin complains about wrinkles in my face. Um, I slump. And, and, and that's when I'm not fulfilling my duty. Go back to duty. Keep the integrity of duty and discipline. Know that the sense mind army never rests. They're like 24-7. They're ready to get you. They'll find what you're vaguely interested in and they'll, they'll just keep hitting you. Next thing you know, you're following clowns down the street and you're the only one that sees them. You can't distinguish yourself from the, the roving insane. You can't even complain about them anymore because you're part of the problem. So let us do our best to guard ourselves from the sense mind army. Ask yourself before you go on a shopping spree, what do I really need? When you're complaining about the latest restaurant, wasn't the last great restaurant good enough? Wasn't the last one okay? What else are the things, Caitlin, that people get caught up into daily? What, what, just the next chase, the next pursuit. Um, there's so much, right? There's so much. I think it's hard to nail it down because it's so much. You can go down so many rabbit holes, like John Tay was saying, the algorithm, you can create your own algorithm on these platforms. So everyone's looks different. So it's hard. I don't know. Mine is different than yours. And, and they got something for you, don't they? It's like a three ring circus. But you know what? Still the fucking circus. It's still a circus. And let's go take a step back. Let's, let's go for air and take a walk. Because when you take that walk and you're with yourself, you have a moment of clarity, a moment, an opportunity to reset. You get to breathe. Because oftentimes when you're responding to the sense mind army, the alerts and all that, you're holding your breath. Now you're toxic. You're, 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 you have more carbonized oxygen in your body 
your brain is foggy and unclear. You've, you've been in a building all day and you just suddenly go out like beneath. You just said, you got to say, wow, I can breathe. Suddenly I see clear. But you were functioning in a way that you weren't seeing clear. You were congested. You were blocked. And that became the norm. Your, the, the, all the sounds you were getting were coming from the amplifier on your smart device. You weren't smelling anything fresh. It was all stale air and, 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 and BO and chemicals. And that became blocked your senses, right? You're not exercising. Um, your, your brain needs to get blood flow from your legs. Walking is one of the best ways to get uh, blood flow to the brain. Exercising is the next. You're not doing any of those. Um, a lot of times, tired begets tired. I told Caitlin, I just needed a nap. Just on, uh, I was tired, just tired. And the minute I get up and start moving, I felt that tired flushed out of my body. And so when you're real tired, you're not getting good sleep because you have to have energy to shut down. The body's metabolism goes through a shutdown process that if you're too weak, you can't shut down. Picture your body like it's a power station. The last person on shift at the power station has to have the attention and the energy to go down and shut the switches down. When they turn it on, there's a startup procedure. Our body is the same way. So if you're always walking down kind of in a burnout state, you're too weak to produce energy and you're too weak to shut down the things that's draining your energy. And then here comes the sense mind army taking full advantage of you no longer having the energy to protect yourself. So now we have a society and a culture that is ravaged by anxieties of all kinds ravaged by mental health issues that can readily be resolved with good exercise, good diet, nutrition, and, and, and monitoring your behavior. You follow me, Ben? Yeah, the points you make are spot on. The question you posed, which is, what do you really need to be anxious about? Or does any of this stuff have anything to do with your survival? To me, that's critical. Because I would argue, I don't even know what percentage. It's got to be 99.9 something of the information that's out there, the ways that we spend our time. It's just a complete waste. It doesn't do anything for us. It does fall in that entertainment category. So maybe at times you want to wind down. You just need something mindless. And if you go into it knowing that you're there for entertainment, it's okay uh, because you can put limits on that, boundaries, you talked about some strategies for managing the sense mind army. Uh, so make sure you fulfill your duty, do the things that you need to do. Don't let the constant pull on the senses hijack you to the point uh, where you're not able to fulfill your obligations. Uh, you're not able to progress, advance in your life. Uh, having limits and boundaries is another strategy. I use that with my kids. Uh, one of the nice things about this technology is that you can put in screen limits. Uh, so after an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, the stuff shuts down. And then that forces you to go and do something else. So there are ways to manage this, to mitigate it. Because you're right, Z, the way that we walk around, it's it's appalling. I, I look at myself at times and I just think, why am I not feeling good? Why am I feeling this baseline anxiety over absolutely nothing? I, I was feeling that today. Like, what do I really have to worry about? There's nothing that I have to worry about. So where is this stuff coming from? It's coming from habit. It's coming from the fact that I've got different things that are grabbing my attention, that my hand is used to reaching for my cell phone, that I've got too many thoughts in my mind. And yes, going outside helps quite a bit. Usually uh, there's some immediate relief. Uh, other times maybe it takes a little bit longer, but if I'm outside, if I'm just still, sometimes the walking is good. Other times... I just need to sit down and allow the thoughts and the dust to settle, and that produces the clarity. So maybe different strategies at different points in time, but being outside, having that connection to nature, having some connection to people you care about, these are all things that I find settle me, reduce my blood pressure, slow down my heart rate, uh, bring a certain amount of stillness. And in that stillness comes, I don't know if I would use the word joy. I mean, it's not 
rapture, but a certain contentment, a certain ease, a certain connection. You kind of expand your your mindset, your consciousness beyond yourself and all the things that you're worried about. And that makes you more approachable. It makes you more fluid. So there are certainly strategies that we can use to manage the sense mind army. Uh, it takes quite a bit of vigilance uh, in this day and age, given that everyone is on their phone all the time. But I will say, Z, it becomes a little bit difficult in my experience because it's not just you. It's that society as a whole has reorganized itself around these, excuse me, around these distractions. And so what do I mean by that? Well, you take something like the news. Most of the time, there's no need to talk about the news. Uh, to your point, it's people who are looking to entertain. They're looking to inflame. They want to keep our attention however they can. So the things they say, the more outlandish they are, the more provocative they are, uh, the more they draw us in. Now, we can step out of that, but we run into problems at times interacting with other people, uh, especially if you're doing business with people or you're meeting uh someone in a social group, maybe you don't know them that well, you have to talk about something, conversations come up about the news. Did you see this article? Can you believe what Trump said? Can you believe this Biden tax plan? Hey, guess what? None of it actually impacts our ability to survive. It's not going to affect whether we can eat, whether we've got a roof over our heads, but this is just the stuff that people talk about. Or I look in my industry and it's all about the markets. Oh, the markets were up, the markets were down. Uh, yeah, guess what? They move up and down all the time. But then you've got people who want explanations for why things move up and down. So then you've got an entire industry devoted to producing news about the markets and coming up with explanations for every single movement, whether it's a spike during the day, whether it's a trend over a month. None of it has any relevance to anything. I, I've always felt like it. all of it falls in this entertainment category that we've been talking about. Uh, but it's kind of par for the course. If you're in the industry, this is what you talk about. And you have to have at least a certain awareness of these things that are happening, even if they don't fulfill the stated objective. So if your stated objective is, I want to manage my wealth responsibly, I want to make some money on my investments, it's not going to help you do that, but it is going to help you interact with people who are part of the industry. And then there's the whole ego aspect of this. Uh, so people get esteem uh, from feeling like they're so busy and they're so important. And oh my God, if I'm not emailing at every single second and responding to my clients and my team, uh, God knows this might fall apart and I've got to prove that I'm on top of this. So I'm going to be working nights and weekends. I'm going to be on 100% of the time. And then guess what? If you work for someone like that, you've also got to be on 100% of the time because that's what they expect. So even if you know that it's a dance, and it's all show, and it's part of this sense-mind army. It feeds into your ego or the egos of the people that you're dealing with, and it just becomes this overarching structure. I mean, it's almost like the entire human commerce has, has changed. The way that we interact has changed because now we expect immediate responses. We expect other people to be knowledgeable about complete nonsense. So I know, Z, we talk a lot about opting out, and there's a certain amount of that that we can do. We can put up those boundaries we talked about. We can choose who we socialize with, who we spend time with. But some of this, to me, seems unavoidable. It seems like we've moved far enough where it's, I don't know if it's impossible, but it becomes very difficult to completely unplug. Uh, there are just too many, not just demands on our attention, but there are expectations that we'll have that information at our fingertips. And there are expectations that we're plugged into our devices all the time. What's your perspective on this? I mean, is there a good way to, to deal with this and manage the way that we interact with other people when everyone's hyper-plugged into the news of the second? Then it goes back to IPI, identify, process, and integrate. That's something we can always stay with. As you were talking, I, I started you know, really looking at strategies. One of the strategies uh, before it's even deployed is understand the booby traps of the sense mine army. Years ago there was this movie about this guy named Sinbad the Sailor. And Sinbad was this guy and he had a, a group of miscreants and they would go on these great adventures, the adventures of Sinbad. And in one of the adventures he had to go past an island that had killed many men 
and there were these women singing this beautiful siren song. And he says, I need everybody to plug their ears and I need you to strap me to the, the, to the mast of the ship. I want to hear it, but I don't want to be drawn into it. I want my senses to hear. I want to feel the siren song of these beautiful women singing that have drawn men to these rocky shores and, and it's drowned them all, right? It's just, so he gets strapped to the ship. All these men are, are told to put plugs in their ears and as they sail by, he's just almost trying to rip the ship apart to break free from his restraints to get to this beautiful song. That's the sense-mind army. So it, as depicted in Sinbad, the adventures of Sinbad. Now for all of us, there are different things that you will see effect. In the news, there are different triggers and words you'll hear that you'll be just drawn to it. It's the siren song of whatever rage porn you hear. Do your tribal indexing and decide whether you're left-wing or right-wing, Democrat or Republican, uh, pro-something or anti-something, and you will find a siren song to support your view. It's not the true view, because any view that is segmented, dissected, impartial is not the view. If it's not the whole story, it's not the story. If it's not the truth, if it's a half-truth, a quarter-truth, it's not the truth. It's a lie. So, so decide who you are. Decide that you're Sinbad. Strap yourself. Restrain yourself and know when you're being drawn to it, don't go that way. Hear it. Don't react to it. Or oppose it. You know, in the news the other day, you hear these stories. That I think a big anger point now is something called um, critical race theory. I think that's a big thing. Everyone is, depending uh, on whether you're right or left wing, white or black, you hate the critical race theory. And it just triggers people. They just go crazy. Oh my God, they want to teach history different than they've taught it before. It's strange for me to hear that because I grew up in uh, uh, Berkeley, California as a child. And I went, we had what was known as the African Studies Department. And we always knew that there was a significant role that African or black people played in history. They even cut the mic on a general recently speaking about the uh, birth of Memorial Day, uh, where the, I guess the ex-slaves dug up the troops from both sides and gave them proper burials, started what was called Memorial Day. And he was, the mic was cut and many people were upset that he mentioned these uh, former slaves doing something very humane and significant and it upset people. Um, they were saying, well, we, we've always taught history a certain way to promote a certain view of the world. Why disrupt it? So you have to ask yourself, why does that bother you? History isn't, it's his story. It's not the story. Whoever wins tells the history and not, not everybody stays on top forever. There'll be, every dog has his day. So this is another one of these things that the sense mind draws you into. At the end of the day, you're just mad. Your energy is going towards that. You're writing people, texting people, maybe uh, you know, honking your horn or blowing diesel smoke or attacking the White House. So you don't need it. You don't need it. Just work on yourself. Work on longevity. Work on good health, good living, new exercises, new breakthroughs in, in neuroscience. Learn a new craft, a new trade, a new skill. Why, why, why get involved in something that just has you uh, swatting at unseen enemies and following the siren song of rage porn? Just avoid it. I, I see um, uh, the different uh, things that go on uh, where they highlight. The, the headlines now are what either a comedian or internet influencer has done. And you don't even know who these names of these people. They just pop say, hey, did you hear it? They did this or that. I'm like... What did they do for humanity? So when you're avoiding the booby traps of the sense mind army, first know who you are. Know the siren song you're typically drawn to that doesn't really do anything for you. Next, ask yourself a simple question. How does this advance my well-being and my general humanity? If it doesn't, leave it alone. 
If you hear compelling news about some character or another, ask yourself, what have they done to better humanity? Did they invent something, create something? If not, stop right there. It's a booby trap, right? It's it, 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 it's it's. It's it's a it's it's a, it's a pit, it's a spiked pit, on your path to enlightenment. Don't go there. Don't leave the trail. It's like a horror movie. Stay on the known trail. These things are bad for us. Right? If someone is offering information and knowledge that can help you, that's a good thing. But the minute they want you to follow them off a cliff, say, thanks for what you offer me, but I'm I'm not going off the cliff with you. So again, guard yourself against rage porn. Know your own tribal leanings, your tendencies, what you call yourself. If you feel yourself to be a patriotic American, don't be drawn into Chinese hate news. That's a sense of mine on The Chinese, average Chinese person, just, just like you, just trying to get on with their life. Nobody's trying to recruit you in anything. If you follow a certain religion, hold your religion to the same standards you hold others. Are you uh, okay with people in your religious group uh, doing horrible things? So rage porn will come on that promotes that and justifies that. And then it's diminishing you. Don't do it. Since mine army grabs a hold of you, and you're, you're waving flags and participating and uh, supporting all sorts of atrocities because it's your side. You're not even thinking anymore. Again, swatting at fairies and demons in an open field. No one can see them but you. It's insanity. Sense mine, army. Avoid the, the, the booby traps and pitfalls by knowing yourself and staying in the center of you. And if you feel overwhelmed, go take a walk. Yeah, Z, everything you say makes a ton of sense. We covered uh, the connection uh, that we need to just being outside, getting some exercise. I see that also with my kids. Uh, It's almost like exercise and activity counteract the screen time. So there's time spent on iPads, on iPhones these days. Even my (laughs) three-year-old knows how to work these devices and if she's sitting in her little chair and she can't reach the phone and an ad comes on YouTube, she says, skip, skip. And then one of us has to run there and hit the skip button so that she can watch her Peppa Pig or whatever the hell she's taking a look at. Uh, but if we can put limits around that and make sure that they're outside, uh, they're getting some exercise, uh, we're having some actual human interaction, I feel like at least that's a ballast. Uh, you get to counteract the effects of the Sense Mind Army, refocus your attention, center yourself. Uh, certainly, these strategies work. In my mind, there's no dispute about that. And I think back, I've told this story before uh, to a few years ago. I was in New Mexico hiking in this canyon, and it was empty. It was just me, uh, my wife, a guide. We were walking around. It had these incredible gothic-looking structures, but they were natural formations, just the way that the rocks had evolved over the millennia. And looking at this, my mind was stunned into silence, and it was just a sense of awe and privilege to be there. And there was a certain clarity and and quiet that I rarely experience. And that gets me thinking because we're in this environment where – it's almost impossible to avoid technology. We can limit it so we can recognize that a good part of it is entertainment. Uh, we can reduce the amount of time that we spend interacting with it. Uh, we can understand the triggers, as you put it, and make sure that we're not watching things that are just going to get us riled up and bring us further and further into inane conversations. We can go outside, do the walking, and so forth. But it seems like there's another level that I'm not sure we can get to. It feels, at least to me, that even with these strategies in place, there is a baseline pull of my attention. And there's still this 
continual assault of the sense mind army. Part of it is technology. Uh, part is just the environment and the fact that we live in big cities. There's always something going on, some noise, some disruption. There's less nature, less opportunity for spending time outside. Uh, you get into issues like the weather. Uh, sometimes you're in a stretch in winter where you just can't step out or you can't step out as much as you would like. What's your view on this? I'm curious about this. I mean, how close can we get to more of a natural state where we're functioning at a high level, uh, where we have that that clarity and that vitality uh, and we're feeling good uh, just, just being alive, just going through life? So if you put that at a level 10, uh, that we're operating at a very high capacity uh, versus where we are today, how much of that is the environment? I mean, how close can we get to that level 10 while being in a big city, while working a regular job, while having to talk to people on cell phones and use computers? Uh, Can we get close or do we need to take more drastic measures? Uh, Give us your perspective on this. I think the most drastic measure we can take is having a sincere contemplative practice. Listening to the words of the great sages. For all this running around we're doing, for all the rage porn we're watching, at the end of our day, the end of our life, the end of this short way station in eternity known as life. How many people love you and you love them and why? And how much time can I spend with those people? I had my little boys out yesterday and we've always struggled with the um, them getting up at night or they get up really early in the morning. I mean, unbelievably early. They're like drill sergeants. 5.45, 6 a.m., they're up, ready to go. It's like, my God, I just need 10 more minutes of sleep. So I did something different yesterday. I just played with them all the way up until dinner time, which is 7.30 and then bedtime right after that. And they said, hey, can we go in now at about 6.30? I said, no, we're going to play for another hour. And we played for another hour. I went in and cooked dinner. After dinner, they fell asleep, and we had to wake, shake them up at 8 this morning or 7.30 whenever they had to go go to school. And they slept sound and through the night because the body, the energy of the body, craved the dispersion of energy and the renewal of energy. Anything left over will cause you disturbances, toxic, constant tiredness, never really resting, never taking a pause. So just being out, just letting them be out and just work it out helped. Not just them, but we were we were able to get sleep. We were able to wake up casually, not feeling urgent and rushed. Be careful of the, the pitfalls. Um, like you said with your little one, they already know how to use the technology. The technology is neither good nor bad. It's how we use it. A gun is neither good nor bad. It's what you do with it. Money is neither good nor bad. It's what you do with it. So let us do good things with it. Let us put healthy limits on it. Take advantage of it as a utility. But also at the end of our day, as I started by saying, what's really important? You have people that love you because you've had some experience with them that endeared them to you and and you value them and they value you. Nurture those things. You can't do that with this technology. It wasn't designed for that. There's no replacement for that because this is a short life. You won't re- be remembered for all the clicks and likes you had on the internet. You'll re- be remembered for your relationships and before you are remembered, you will be known for whatever you've offered the people in your life. Let's work on that. Let's guard ourselves from the pitfalls and booby traps of the sense mind army. Observe it. Be that dispassionate observer and know that it, that just because everybody is staring at the sun doesn't mean you have to do it. Get out and take a walk. Let's all make it a point 
as they say, a challenge to each other to get out and walk. After we get off this podcast, before I go home, I'm going to take a walk around the block a few times. I'm going to catch my breath, maybe do a thousand pull-ups or so, like I usually do, and then call it a day. But what we can do, then, is reject the common and be extraordinary. Think for yourself. All right? All right. So just to wrap things up, in my mind, this whole battle with the Sense Mind Army starts by understanding your priorities, being clear on that. So if we can step back, figure out what we want out of life, what brings us energy, what brings us joy, renewal, focus your time on those things. And if you do want to engage in in news feeds, YouTube, Netflix, nothing wrong with that, but know the limits. Uh, know that it's entertainment. Uh, put some controls around it. Make sure that you're fulfilling your duty. You're doing the things that you need to do. You're spending time on the areas that are really going to give you value. And if you have some time left over, fine, go ahead, knock yourself out. So if we do that, uh, if we cultivate relationships, if we go out, go for a walk, get some exercise, reconnect with nature, we can recenter, come back to ourselves, cultivate that stillness, that peace of mind that, in my view, leads to vibrancy and creativity and a certain openness, which just makes it easier to get through life. Uh, so it's not easy. It's a difficult environment that we live in. But let's start with those principles. And let's go at it, Z. We're going to take out this Sense Mind Army. Uh, we're going to come out on top. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. Each five-star review helps us bring you more unique and insightful content. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. Peace.